Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is How Do You, a monthly series where we hear from real women sharing how they are working on their progress with their identity, habits, and fulfillment. As I am inching towards middle age, I've had this rising theory come up that has been totally true in my own life. I feel like there's a certain point in our lives for all of us where this this uh, kind of switch flips, where suddenly we are really into the idea of gardening and planting things and growing food and the whole process. And like I said, this has been true for me. I am really drawn to it. Have I done it yet? No, do I have plans to? 100%. And when I shared about my plans to get into gardening this year, one of the progressors in our community reached out to me to say, hey, I actually have kind of an urban suburban or like a suburban homestead. And here's our account if you want to look at it. And I like, of course, went right to looking at it and was so impressed by just the the pictures of what they were able to grow as a family and they're on their own backyard. And then I just reached out to her and I said, hey, can I come and see your garden? And thankfully she didn't think I was a total weirdo and invited me over. And then I invited her to come on the show. And that her is Nicole Williams. And she's become a personal friend and such a great person. 
and I asked her to share with us how you get into gardening without any prior experience because this is her experience and she does this with her husband who also had no prior experience. I think you're going to really love to hear about what got them into gardening, how it went initially, and what they've learned along the way as beginning gardeners. And I would say they're now very experienced gardeners. So for any of you who have that switch that has been flipped in your minds too, and you've been really intrigued by this whole idea of growing things and maybe in your own backyard, this episode is for you. And for those of you who do not have that, that uh, flip that's been switched or what is it? Switch that's been flipped. There we go. This is also for you. I think we have a lot to learn from people who are doing fun and fulfilling things. Nicole, welcome to About Progress. Thanks. I feel like I'm hoodwinking you. For a second time, the first time was when I got to visit your house. I invited myself over to see your garden. So thank you. And now I invited you to the podcast. So I am really grateful that you'd be willing to chat, not with just me, but with my whole community about something that you've become passionate about in your family and it's gardening. So before we dig into that, how about you give us a little introduction? Sure. Uh, My name is Nicole Williams. I live in Northern Utah near Ogden. I am a mother of three girls, um, ages seven, four, and one that keep me plenty busy. Mm -hmm. And I am, I just love to do a lot of things active. I love to play pickleball and bike and hike and run, but then kind of similar or linked to gardening. I love to cook and bake and I love to eat. (laughs) And you're a dietitian. And I, right. I am a dietitian. Yeah. And so you work, you work there too. You work at that field, which is so great how they all come together. They do together. Um, okay. Now I would love for you to give us a little background on what led to you getting into gardening and you know, why you wanted to do it, what maybe held you back in the past and why you finally decided to give it a go? Well, I think it really has to do with, um, my love of nutrition or kind of what led me into becoming a dietitian. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just about 10 years ago that I started my graduate program at the U and, um, just learn so many things about nutrition and food. And it was so fun. We had a chef in the department that would make us awesome meals and just tasted so good. We had in one of my food science classes, we got to do different days of like tasting a bunch of cheeses one day and tasting all kinds of olive oils and just so many fun things. And I just experienced food in a way I hadn't necessarily maybe before and became more interested in it. So then it just kind of seemed maybe like a natural progression for me of like, let's try to grow and produce some of our own food. So it was around that time of me in graduate school and shortly after that my husband and I got chickens and then we just started to try gardening. (laughs) It was really fun. So you Um, had no prior experience? Not really. No, I remember my parents like one or two summers, maybe like having a garden and picking, I remember picking like green beans, but Mm -hmm. that was really it. I, I really didn't have much other experience, honestly. That is what makes me love this even more. (laughs) 
<laughs> and gives me hope. So, so when you began to go in, get into gardening, tell me what that was like initially. Oh, it was a little bit rough. Um, we just had no like rhyme or reason to anything, not a lot of structure into what we were doing. And we just, I mean, we just went for it though. Went to a nursery, grabbed a bunch of stuff, way too many things. Um, <laughs> got like, so a lot of people will get the pony packs of things, which are like four little plants in a little pack. They tend to be pretty inexpensive. And then if you want like a variety, you know, one of everything, I remember the first year it was like 30 pepper plants. Like who actually needs that many pepper plants? <laughs> but we're like, sure, we'll just get because they're like a dollar something. And then we just went for it and it was it was nuts and way we were in way over our heads. <laughs> because you had too many peppers or because you had too many plants? All of it. All of it. Way too many of everything. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> yeah. So you were kind of learning how to grow. Pretty much, yeah. Would would you say you had like a pretty good growing history before that? Or was that part of what was new to you is just learning how to grow something and keeping it alive? No, I would say, yeah, it was just part of the history. I really didn't like, I'm not big on, hadn't had experience with flowers or trees or indoor plants. Yeah. We just, I guess, went for it. Okay. So I'm going to ask you next, how do you get into gardening without prior experience? But I do want you to first share where you're at now, like what, you know, cause you're basically living in a suburban homestead. Yes. That was so fun to see, but tell us more about what it, what is it like right now? Okay. Yeah. So we live on, um, over a little bit over an acre, um, a suburban homestead with sheep and chickens. And our, our garden is about 2000 square feet. So we grow I mean, I laugh about the 30 pepper plants now because it's really not too, too far off of what we do now. Okay. I mean, we, we have close to that many pepper plants and 30 some odd tomato plants. Um, but we, yeah, we start our season pretty early, like February, March-ish. And we have a spring crop of things that can go in early. We usually then you know, start things in rotations. And then most things tend to go in around Mother's Day here in our climate. And then sometimes we even have a fall crop. So we have a lot more structure in the madness that we have going now. And a lot of success. I mean, that's what I've loved about seeing your progress with this is just how much you like and this isn't a pun of words, but you are very fruitful, you know, in, in what you've been able to create. So let's, let's not go back to giving some people some ideas on how they can do it. So now it's the big question. How do you get into gardening without prior experience? Um, and what a great question. So with having a garden, there really are some main things that you want to think about if you're going to start a garden. And you can even get more basic than this, but six main things are light, water, temperature, air, nutrition, and competition. So, but really in a really basic sense, you need somewhere to plant. Mm -hmm. So, and generally, 
you're thinking about light. So you want somewhere with a lot of light and a lot of sun. Um, that's going to be your best place to plant plants. They need a lot of sun most of the time. Um, you need to be able then to bring water into the things that you plant in your spot. Um, you also then need to know when to plant things. So different climates and places, right, are going to start earlier or later. Um, but you want to try to avoid things, you know, freezing when they're not supposed to freeze because then you'll lose your plants. Um, at some point, you can think about adding nutrients to your soil. A lot of people love composting. That seems to be a big thing these days. So that's a way to add things or fertilizer, for example. Um, and then thinking about a garden, you're going to have things competing with the things that you actually want growing. So you have to think about your competition in terms of plants or weeds. Mm -hmm. And weeding is, I know, not very fun. And I can't tell you how many times people ask me like what the secret is to like keeping weeds away. Um, it tends to be, you just have to weed those, <laughs> those oh, weeds away. Yeah. I, I wish I had a magical formula, um, for keeping the weeds out, but you, then you also want to try to limit pests in your garden. And there's many ways to do that. You can physically remove bugs, which I've done. There are certain plants that have certain bugs that I tend to try to remove the eggs before they explode too much. You can add in bugs, um, like good bugs into your garden or spraying. And there are different thoughts with pesticides versus natural ways. And there are more natural ways to do um, pest control. But those are kind of some of the basic things with planting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but then, so we've kind of talked about everything around what you actually then would put in your garden, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you want to plant? Mm -hmm. I would recommend starting small and not getting too crazy. Um, and generally planting food that you actually are going to eat or you think you might eat, right? So if you're not used to eating eggplant, or loving eggplant, like maybe don't go crazy with planting a ton of eggplant, but or peppers um, or peppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so come up with a plan of things you want to plant and then figure out if you're going to go from seed or if you're going to get um, starts or something from a local nursery, or if you happen to have someone that grows starts themselves. Um, so then you kind of, yeah, have to decide what, what you're going to start with. And then that will affect the timing of when you start things. Um, and then if you think of like putting this all together, 
it's often nice, I, in my opinion, to do a little research on some different gardening methods and maybe finding one that seems um, the most doable to you or that resonates the most with, with you and kind of following that method. I feel like that gives you kind of some nice organization and step-by-step instructions to follow rather than just like throwing everything in and hoping for the best because Mm -hmm. you have to then think about spacing and how to design rows or beds or however you choose to do it and yeah how far can you do you plant plants from each other and that's going to impact how many of those you can grow um and then really over time you can tweak that method and to see what works for you we've taken methods and there's one that we kind of follow but it doesn't always work and nothing is ever perfect. And so we've just kind of taken some things and tweaked it over time because maybe you try something the first year and nothing works and then you just want to change everything. So if you kind of have someone or something telling you that there are some things that can make you successful, it might give you a little bit better direction on what to do. Um, another thing, if by chance this would apply to anyone is finding someone around you with gardening experience Mm -hmm. and asking them to maybe help or give advice I can almost guarantee that anyone around somebody would love to share their knowledge Um, my husband and I have been so fortunate to have you know a handful of people in our area currently who are experienced um, you know, two to two to three decades older than we are and in general, and we've been able to take some of their knowledge and their tips and make it work for us. And it's just helped our garden a lot. And also just been a wonderful friendship that we've, that we've formed with these, these fun, nice people. So they can be like me and hoodwink someone like you and <laughs> do some really, friendship there. Yeah, it's it's so nice to be able to share some of these things because it's so fun to do. Well, then you kind of get into that own cycle of just paying things forward to other gardeners or friends who are trying to learn, I think, a craft, honestly, and a skill set at the same time. When I went to your home, which is, again, it was just so nice of you to let me do that and bring my kids. And the thing that I came into feeling when I, the thing, the way I was feeling when I came to your home was just like overwhelmed because I have no experience, but the way I felt when I left was I can do this. And the reason why is because you really helped, helped me tap down on the, the way I was overcomplicating it and how just in the beginning, you just got to learn how to grow something and put it in right. the ground and, and that's it. And it's okay. Yes. So thank you I, I mean, you're welcome. It was so I never anticipated the first time we would meet would be at my home. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll just shut up. That was fun. Um, I really, that's, it's hard to almost like simplify gardening because you really can get, you know, no pun or pun not intended into the weeds really quick. But because um, there is a lot of detail potentially and different thoughts on doing it. But I think just trying something at least even right like putting some picking a spot finding whatever you want to plant put it in the ground make sure it has sun make sure it has water 
and see what happens. Yes. You know, and like sometimes things don't, even still for us, they don't always work out. And we just, I mean, thank heavens in our day and age, we have the grocery store that can supplement what doesn't quite work. And then yes. try again next year. Well, I am going for it in terms of putting things in the ground and giving them water and seeing what happens and learning as I go. If you were to look back and just know there was one thing that you wish now you would do differently, what would that be? I, I mean, I feel like I've already hit on this a little mm-hmm. bit, but I, I think it would just be starting small mm-hmm. and instead of going crazy because it really can get out of hand and feel out of hand so quickly. The year I'm talking about with all those pepper plants, I mean, my entire garden by the end was just 100% almost weeds. Like by the, like, we just couldn't, we couldn't keep up. And really, you know, at a certain point, if your plants aren't tall enough, like weeds and everything just take over and then your plants can't grow anymore. And so I would say just start small and just be forgiving with yourself, understanding that things aren't going to work out and that's okay. But the beauty of gardening to me is that I learned so much from that, you know, experience. And then the next year, try something else. And um, I, that's what I do love about it. I don't feel like I have a lot of things that I would change because each year and each time has taught me more, you know, moving forward. And what has been the biggest benefit you'd say about getting into gardening? Mm. Um, I do love delicious food. So in my humble opinion, there is nothing that you can get from the grocery store that tastes like the food that you've grown from your garden. Now, some of that might be the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it, but it it just tastes so good. And for me, taste of food is important when I'm eating. And so I love that about my garden. Um, but I also feel like it provides such a great opportunity for me to be outside, to get my hands dirty and to be able to accomplish something that's really fun and really useful. Um, and I am still every year, it probably seems crazy because really it has almost been a decade now of gardening that I can take something so tiny, these tiny, tiny seeds and throw them in some dirt. And, you know, like later up comes this amazing plant that then produces all this beautiful, delicious food. I just, I really love the process from start to finish. It's just so fun. I think I've had a permanent smile on my face the entire time I've been talking to you. You probably can't see behind like my little filter there, but I, I, I just, it's, it's a contagious what you've, what you've shared and and what you've uh, shared more deeply about why this matters. So I've loved every moment of this. Thank you. I want to make sure we um, share where people should go if they want to follow along with your gardening journeys. Oh, sure. Um, I, my husband and I do have, um, I will say all of our efforts are very joint 
efforts. So yes. even though I'm being the spokesperson, I guess today, um, but we have a, an Instagram, it's at Williams Homestead. It is um, updated sporadic at best, but it's still pretty fun. Yes, I like sporadic at best. <laughs> Nicole, thank you so much for your time and for sharing both your experience and your joy with us. Thanks, Monica, this was fun. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.